Business is brought to you by Audible.com. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Married with a Business. I'm Craig. And I'm Allison. And we're Married with a Business, here to share some tips and tricks and stories and whatnots about what it's like to be a married couple that own and operate a business together. We sit across from each other, five feet across from each other every day, and then we sleep in the same bed at night. I keep my back to you at work, though. That's true. That is true. How are you doing this week, Allison? Good. So we our boys had a half day on Friday, and um, I got a chance to go out to breakfast with a friend who I got to spend a lot of time with over the summer because our boys were on baseball team together, but I feel like we haven't connected since baseball ended. And so while we waited for between drop-off and pickup, we went to breakfast together and it was really nice to connect and check in and not have five boys or five to seven if you and Paul are around. Um, around us while we were doing that. It was really nice to have some one-on-one venting and deep compressing time to reconnect and just kind of focus on us as moms. And it was it was kind of like, a for you, this is way outside of the box as well. It was a very spontaneous thing as well. Oh, yes, it was very spontaneous. At drop-off, she said, hey, are you going to work? And I said, no, I've got to come back for pickup. And she goes, oh, I took the day off. You want to go to breakfast? And I was like, yeah, I'll meet you at the breakfast place. Let's go. And that's fun. That's unlike you. That's very unlike you. You're you're not a big spontaneous kind of person. Amanda pulls the spontaneity out of me because she is. You can't plan with her. <laughs> <laughs> so that no, that was good. I'm glad you got to do that. I'm glad you got to have some uh, some time with with your friend. That's that's really good. So you know, part of the reason we do this show, Allison, and one of the reasons we like to do this show is to is to not only hear from other people and try to give everybody tips and tricks, but it's also to have some time for you and I to talk about and share with the people who listen, kind of what's going on in our business and maybe some big decisions or big changes that are coming up and, and to spend some time kind of also sussing them out on the air, like in front of people. Oh, see, I thought I was going to say therapy. This is like therapy. We have like this imaginary therapist here asking all, us all, questions. All of the people listening are like therapists. <laughs> oh no, probably are you talking to us. Oh god, are you all jealous? Are you judging us? Oh no, <laughs> I know we have one friend who listens who who gives us feedback. It's like, is he judging us? <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he is. So, so one of the things that is kind of happening with you and I right now is. Our business is growing, yay! which is a very good thing. But with growth comes more people, which is a good thing. Uh, but our location that we're at now, our office space that we're in now is shrinking quickly. Oh, the walls are closing in on all of us. And I feel so bad. And I just keep telling our staff, this time next year, we'll be in a new place. This time next year, we'll be in a new place. But when we moved into this place, it was enormous. I had five storage rooms because there were only three of us in the building at any given time. And now we're at... Two, four, six, eight people generally um, in nine or ten. There are days when there are nine or ten of us, and yeah. we're just busting at the seams. Yeah, we're, we're busting at the seams. So we moved into our current location 15 years ago for our business. And when we moved in, it was just me and you and your father part-time, really, uh, in, in that office. We all had our own office space, so you and I didn't share an office at that point. And then we had, we, like you said, we had all of these rooms that were storage or empty or whatever. I mean, we literally, had, I think we had one office that was empty for like six years before our production manager moved into it. Oh, yeah. And we literally had an office that was set up as a nursery when the boys were born. <laughs> yeah, right. That's true. So 
we've been there for a long time. And, and one of the things that we're, that, you know, we've done is we've leased. So we don't own the office that we're in. We are leasing the office that we're in and we've leased it from the same, you know, person for the past 15 years. And, uh, at a really good rate. And it's, yeah, it is a, it's a very good rate A really nice, you know, really nice owners built our building owners are super nice and uh, helpful. Um, and now, so we've reached this point where we have to make a decision of what we're doing. And I, I kind of look at it, we have three sort of decisions that we can go with, which is, uh, one, we, we could stay and just suck it up and deal with what we have. Two is, as we move to a new lease, we find a new you know location or place to lease, office space to lease. Or three is we buy a place and we find a place to buy um, that we would then own if it's a condo or if it's a building or whatever. And so kind of what I want to do today is like just spend some time talking about those three options. Really, there's only two. Those three options and, you know, and the pros and the cons and of, of each one, you know. And so we'll, we'll start off really easy. Throwing the one staying, that kind of gets thrown right out. There's a lot of reasons we can't stay. I know. I know. And I'm slightly paralyzed by fear. Like, I have a low th- – what's crazy as a business owner, I have a low threshold for um, risk. Yes. So. I mean, I, I'm very comfortable with the, with the rate we're paying. I know where it fits in our budget. Like I, there are so many things that I would put in the pro column, but it is just so frustrating for all of us every day. Yeah. The space is too small. We don't, you know, we don't really have a true kitchenette area or break room area for our employees. Everybody sort of eats lunch either at the conference table or in their offices. And, uh, and I think the the biggest thing, and no joke aside, there's when it was only one bathroom for the three of us, it wasn't a big deal. Uh, now that there's one bathroom and there's you know eight of us uh, on any given day, it's it's gets it's frustrating for people. You have to make an appointment. Like if you know you're leaving for the office, you have to like pre advance let people know. And it's yeah, no matter when I need to go to the bathroom, there's somebody in there. So we're we're throwing that. We're we're pretty much we're 99 percent sure that we're not going to stay and, and re up our lease when it's up next year. So that leaves us with two options, Allison. We're looking at leasing a new location or buying a new location. We've connected with a real estate agent that I've been friends with for years and, and kind of knows our general area really good. And he, and, and when we met with him, you know, we kind of said, here, here's where we're at. These are our two options, buying or, or leasing. And I think that you and I are sort of in different camps here, right? No, I would love to own a building. Um, but I, again, the, the, the risk factor is what kills me. If the economy tanks, I don't want to be stuck with this building we can't pay for. And I am very much of the mind of until our primary residence is paid for, we're robbing from Peter to pay Paul. Um, so that's where my balance is. That's where the balance for me is. is so you're, you're, you're overcommitting con- ourselves. Your concern is the debt management side of it. Yes. You don't want to have us personally have x amount of debt that you're not comfortable with yes i i I would love it if we had no debt so like right i mean in a perfect world we get the house paid off chunk up a bunch more money and then buy a place outright but um we're not in that perfect world right now even as as hard as we are trying to be we're getting there we're getting there right um you know what we owe on the our primary residence is very manageable at this point and we have a plan for paying it off so yeah um I just want to make sure that we are sticking to our va- our preset values and don't go down this rabbit hole of, ooh, shiny, um, and let's buy something right now because I want to, because, wow, we want to. Right. Um, so 
I want to, we need to see what's available to lease. We need to see what's available to buy and where do the finances suss out? And that's where I become far less emotional than you sometimes. I think for me, it's, I'm on the other end of the spectrum and mine's still financial based. Like I don't, there, I think there are pros and cons to having your own place versus leasing that are outside of the money factor of it. But I think for me, it's, it is the money factor of it. And I look at like, we've been in the same building for 15 years. And over those 15 years, we've spent essentially $250,000 in rent for our business that we haven't been able to, we don't, we have nothing to show for that. Right. But, two, but 15 years ago, we didn't have $250,000 to buy a building. I don't disagree with you. But so now I look at it and go, well, all right, we're probably going to be in our business for another 15 to 20 years. Realistically, we're going to work in our company before we either retire, sell it, give it to somebody, whatever it happens. Um, for another 15 years, I'd like to see that 250000 or plus that we're going to spend moving forward to build equity into something. So that's where I look at the buying as a pro because at the end of the day, you know, when when it all susses out and we're 60 years old and we're selling the business or we're giving it to one of our kids or we're, you know, whatever, selling it to our employees, we have a piece of property that goes with it or that can be another source of income for us in the future. That's been our long-term plan all along and we've been thinking about how do we get there and key one for us was paying down what we owed on our primary residence, which we're we've been doing. Yeah, and we're we're in a we're in a good spot with that. The other thing is is that you know we're in a position now where capital, you know, compared to capital in our business compared to what it was fifteen years ago is, is a completely different story. So you know, capital isn't as tight as it would be. If capital was tight, leasing is definitely more. In, you know, would be more in the exactly. Cars. We've done a really good job of reinvesting in the business and making smart choices and not. It's about what it is and not about what it looks like for me. So, you know, we haven't made flashy purchases of lots of trucks and shiny things. And I think that because, again, we knew the end goal was to be in the position where we could buy our own building. So for you, what are what are other pros for buying a new place? Um, I'd like to be able to have be able to do what we want to do with the space. I'd like to have more space. I'd like to be able to do what we want. And, you know, if we find the right space where there's additional units have you know set it up so that some of those units cover some of the other costs so that it reduces the financial burden on us yeah and i thought one of the interesting thing and our real estate agent helped us out with that and then we've now connected with our um, our mortgage broker about it which is with the small business administration you know there's a, a you have a little bit better of a chance of getting an affordable loan with a low interest rate because interest rates are crazy right now with only 10 percent down yeah, so I think we've always been looking at this. We have to have this big chunk, big number set aside, and it's not quite as much as we thought it was. So it's much more within the plan of what we've been setting aside for money because, again, we have been talking about this. Um, I'm a high C. I need the checklist. I need the plan. I need to know that we're going from dot A to dot B to dot C. So um, we've been working on that. And so now that it's time to start looking at things, if we find the right fit, we're ready. If we don't find the right fit, okay, well, we'll lease for a few more years. You know, um, my dad always taught us to be ready when something pops up so that you have the money set aside and you can make the best choice possible. And I think that's what we've been working towards. Yeah. And I think that that's, you know, that's probably one of the most important things too, if you're looking at buying a building or buying a property, which is to 
to make sure you have the money there. Like, don't just go buy it because you want it. Right. So, you know, someday I'm gonna. Well, if you don't make any plans for the someday, when it gets there, you're not going to be able to gonna because you didn't set aside any money. Right. And I mean, we've t- starting to dive into this process and, and we should say it's it's going to be an ongoing process. You'll probably hear about it multiple times as we move forward on the show. I apologize. Or yay, you're getting some great education. I, it's, you know, this is educational for us, but we've been kind of planning for this. We knew that this was coming down the road. So, you know, there there is a certain amount of money that's set aside for us to be able to put down on a building and have something that is, you know, that is more than just paying rent that you never get back. Yeah, and I don't want to buy at the top of the market. I want to be ready when the market when the market is on the decline to snap something up that's perfect. So, looking on the other side of it, Allison, I mean, we and, and we've talked about the cons already, but what are some of the pros for you for on the leasing side of things? Well, for right now, now that we've started looking into it, there's a lot more options. Um, what we think fits in our wish list for buying is a lot small options are a lot fewer than leasing right now. So I think that we're going to have a bigger pool of things to pick from that might be a good fit for today. 15 years ago, what was a good fit is different than what it was today. Well, and I think that's, that's what, that's what was so interesting to me when we started looking at it is when you start looking, especially in the area that we're in, a lot of the commercial space is only for lease and not for sale. So there's a lot of spaces that we looked at and we saw online that we were like, oh, we'd love that space. But it was only for lease and right. you, you couldn't you couldn't buy it. So if we do end up leasing, I want to make sure that we review the lease for, you know, potential being able to get out of it if more things come available. Because even if we lease, we're still going to be planning to move forward with buying something at some point. Right. So, you know, that's that's definitely one of the things. The other thing to kind of remember, too, is that with leasing, there's a little less pressure on you when it comes to moving. You find a new place, you usually can get a lease and move in in 30 days or whatever, where when you're buying, there's a lot longer of a time frame. You have, you know, loans and closings and inspections and all these things that have to happen. So, with a lease, you might be able to pick something on the 1st of April and be able to move in the 1st of May. With buying, it's going to be a three, four-month-ish, if not longer, process. Yeah, a lease is a lot quicker. And, you know, if you have a younger business that's still growing and maturing, a lease is probably better because in five years from now, you might look completely different than you do now. You know, our business has been around 60 years, but for the last 15, you and I have really been growing it. And we look a lot different than we did 15 years ago. Do I think we're going to look significantly different in another 15 years? At this point in our development, probably not. We kind of have our 10, 15-year goals in mind. So we can look to buying to kind of what fits that 10-year goal at this point because, you know, we're not three people anymore. We know what the structure of the business is that we're really going achieving between now and retirement. Right. So, I mean, we have a lot We have a lot to think about there's a lot that you know that goes into this and it's it's definitely i'm already tired (laughs) i think it's going to be i think it's going to be one of the more stressful decisions that we've had to make and it's because i and we can go back to 2006 when we had first gotten married and we were i I was dead set on we need to buy a house and you (laughs) you were like we don't necessarily need to buy a house but i really wanted to buy a house and so there was this push and pull with us we had a lovely apartment that was bigger than most of the houses we were looking at in a building i managed right but we also lived in a building i managed i mean that i think that was the key factor for wanting to get out of there we wanted something that was ours that we didn't have to deal with other people like yeah. if we didn't have to deal with the other people in our building that would also be nice well and i and I, and, and that first experience with us kind of gave us a little because we lost money on our first house mm-hmm. 
And so that kind of gave us this little trepidation about, you know, property in general, because, you know, when granted, we love our house now. We have there is a ton of equity built into our property now. Like we're very lucky. It's worth more than we paid for it. But again, because we've been we made that plan that someday we want to own a building. Yeah. And so, like, that's where I'm, I get scared is like, well, I don't want to do what we did with our first house and lose, you know, 40 grand on it. Yeah, I want to make sure it's the right building, not just a building, because we want to get out of the space we're in. Yeah, so it's it's going to be an interesting probably six months or so of trying to come up with what happens. But it was fun to make our wish list, and I said to the realtor, I said, this isn't like those TV shows. We know our wish list isn't, we're not going to get everything on it, but... Um, it was fun for us to make it and then to ask our team what was on their wish list to see if they had anything that we didn't have on our wish list. A break room. That was really, they all agreed on more bathrooms and they would like to see a break room. See, I don't care. I'll eat, I'm going to eat at my desk no matter what. But for some people don't won't want to do that. Right. So it's it was. And we were trying to involve our team in, you know, helping us make this decision too. With the understanding that they're not going to get everything on their wish list. Yes, right. So uh, so stay tuned. Keep listening. We'll talk about it every so often as things happen and change. I mean, I, I imagine here it's going to be slow for the next few months as we kind of start to look at properties and get a feel for things. But uh, we've got a great agent that's going to kind of help us. Dave's going to help us get through the whole process and, and it'll be It'll be a fun time. So uh, got a good book for you guys to listen to this week uh, to check out on audible.com. I'm sure you're familiar with Robert Kiyosaki and Rich Dad, Poor Dad. We've talked about it here on the show. I think we've recommended it as an Audible book before. Well, the second book in the Rich Dad series is The Cash Flow Quadrant, A Guide to Financial Freedom. And The Rich Dad Cash Flow Quadrant is a guide to financial freedom. In this second book in the series, he reveals how people can work a little less, earn more money, pay less in taxes, and learn to become financially free. And a lot of it has to do with buying commercial property every year. So check out Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad's Cash Flow Quadrant on audible.com. You can get a free 30 days on us. Just visit audibletrial.com slash bizmarried to get a free 30 days on us. And don't forget to follow us online. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, at bizmarried, or on Facebook at married with a business. And if you have something to share with us, let us know. Send us an email or a comment on social media and keep listening for more. And if you work with small businesses and couples and want to share some tips or tricks, reach out to us. We'd love to have you on the show. Just hit us up on social media at bizmarried on Instagram or Twitter, and uh, we can get you on the show and talk a little bit about what you do to help out business owners that are couples. And listen, don't forget, not only is it important to focus on your business, but also your marriage, because we're married with a business.